excited to welcome our next guest into studio. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, why don't you do the honors of introducing our wonderful guest? I would love to. So I want you guys to welcome to the show Erin Benson. She is the founder and director of an organization called With Purpose. And we're going to learn about that organization. But you should just know that Erin is a friend of mine. Her um, aunt is also a friend of mine. And I have come to know Aaron, um, but I've also come to know this organization. And I'm uh, very happy to be a part of an upcoming event that they're doing, which we'll also learn about. But first, Aaron, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So I think a lot of people, especially my talk listeners, are going to want to know so much about With Purpose and they're going to want to get involved. But can you sort of give us a thumbnail, um, which I know is a hard question you know, it, it, that's a bigger question than it sounds like. But can you sort of tell us about With Purpose and how your son Sam led to this organization? Absolutely. Um, thanks for having me. Um, this is my favorite thing to talk about and my favorite person. So uh, it's an honor to be able to share with your listeners. Um, the story starts in 2013. Uh, my son Sam, who was two at the time, was diagnosed with a type of cancer called DIPG. And 10 days later, I had his twin sisters, Ada and me. So um, at that moment, our life sort of blew up. Um, DIPG is a type of brain cancer. And we learned pretty quickly that no children survive DIPG. And on average, we have nine months to a year left with Sam. Um, So that moment was life-defining for us. Um, We left our jobs at the time. We left our home and we started traveling Uh, as soon as the kids were healthy enough to give Sam as many experiences as possible. Um, You know, into New York City, went to all the Disney places, (laughs) to um, aquariums and every toy store and um, spent time with family and friends and just tried to pack in as much life as possible. Um, Sam outlived his prognosis. So um, after about a year, when things were kind of calmer and we had settled into a rhythm of life, I we started asking questions like, why in 2013 is there a type of cancer that we have no life-saving treatment options for? Mm-hmm. And why are we traveling the country and not um, putting our energy into saving him? Can I ask, I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. can, during that period of time, um, when you knew he had this disease that there were no life-saving options for, were there treatments or was it you know what kind of treat was he going through certain types of treatments so yes at the beginning um sam like the only thing that they do right now currently for dipg that has an impact is radiation okay so he was taking an oral chemotherapy and and he went through six weeks of radiation which is pretty standard for a brain tumor okay um and then they hope it shrinks as much as possible and gives you as much buys time. a little time, but but in the midst of all of that, you still know that the end is near, and you're preparing yourself in a way that, of course, I don't think anybody can even imagine, and you probably didn't even feel prepared for that end. No, I still don't. Right, <laughs> and, and we're past that. Yeah, um, and and it was it's interesting. Most families in this situation, when you run out like the standard treatment, when that's when you've done that and and that didn't work the way you wanted it to or the way you had hoped, often families enter clinical trials. Um, clinical trials were not an option for Sam because he was two mm-hmm. and you have to be at least three 
I could say a lot about clinical trials. Also, the main purpose is not for treatment, right? It's to do research. So um, the benefits to the kids enrolled in it often aren't therapeutic Mm -hmm. at all. So, but that's a whole different ball of wax. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Sam did treatment. uh, And then, and then we sort of left the medical community. Um, It was hard to be in hospitals. It was hard to see doctors. It was hard to get the same news over and over again because Sam lived so long. Often doctors would reach out to us and be like, we think he was misdiagnosed. We're like, okay, we'll send you a scans. And then we'd go to meet with the doctor and they would tell us again, you know. Because he was living, we should just reiterate, he Mm -hmm. was living beyond the life expectancy that you'd been given, which is giving you probably mixed messages of incredible hope. But at the same time, you're trying to temper that with the reality of what's what's facing you. Exactly. Um, so we're beyond the one year mark. Very few kids make it beyond the one year mark with DIPG. Um, so even people that I'm connect- connected to now, like other parents are like, we thought you were like a fake DIPG parent. Mm. Like I was just posting stuff on social media oh, wow. because kids just don't survive that long and as well as Sam did. So he's just an anomaly and we're, we are lucky. I hate to use that word because it doesn't feel like luck, but we mm. are. We are. And all those days were extra. Right. Um, with him and, and he, it it was odd, but it also gave us time to breathe and ask questions. And that's why, I mean, that's really why I think with purpose was a thing, right? It's because our family was lucky enough to get a little extra time and, and, and start saying, this seems off. Something Mm -hmm. seems off about this. Um, so in that time when things normalized, right, when we kind of hit a rhythm, we had our three kids. I mean, Sam was playing with friends. He was, uh, you know, going to preschool a couple days a week. I mean, it was as normal as it could be. And we were also living with my aunt and uncle in the basement. So that wasn't super normal. Yeah, because you stopped your life. <laughs> yeah, everything was yeah. on hold. Yeah. Um, so I just started reaching out to the people that I had encountered, doctors, our hospice team, um, other advocates in the space. People had written about this and saying, what is going on? You know, I started using my Googler and researching um, childhood cancer treatment. And and pretty quickly you find out um, the things in the childhood cancer space aren't as good as I think most people think they are. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the first thing I discovered was, you know, there's federal funding for cancer research that's housed within the National Cancer Institute. And routinely, year after year, children get 4% of the research budget, 4%, 4%. So that's low, right? And Very that's, low. Yeah, it's kind of shockingly yeah. low. Um, that's disheartening, right? And then the next thing you find out is that clinical trials are expensive and mm-hmm. timely, right? So usually a decade, hundreds of millions of dollars. And that money is coming from a few different places. But one of the biggest ones for adult cancers is from pharmaceutical companies. So they fund clinical trials because they have a vested interest in the outcome of those trials and taking that to market and then Mm -hmm. profiting off of it. Well, they don't invest in clinical trials for kids because no individual drug will be profitable. Um, And that's not to demonize the industry. It's just the truth. That's the way that we operate. And, and, And so... Without investing in clinical trials and with 4% of federal dollars, we've made very little progress with childhood cancer. So for for adult cancers, there's dozens of new treatments, novel treatments, FDA approved every year. For kids, there's been four treatments approved in the last 30 years. Wow. So it's really stark in contrast. 
So I don't know how you feel about this, but what if we go to break and then when we come back, Aaron can tell us a little bit about the, um, the, well, not only with purpose, but the event that's coming up and maybe how listeners can. I would love that. I would would love to stay. stay. Of course. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. We'll be back with more from Aaron talking about her son, Sam and with purpose uh, and what Bradley's going to be taking part in that you also can help with after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven. Well, we are so happy to have Erin in studio with us. And you've uh, heard her, if you were with us this last segment, telling us a little bit about her son, Sam. Uh, And we're going to hear a little bit more about how Sam inspired Erin to to start working on what will become with purpose that Bradley will be involved with. We're going to tell you how you can help along with that. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one streaming live at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer and Bradley, if you would just reintroduce. Yeah. Aaron so um, Aaron Benson, again, she's the founder and director of with purpose, uh, an organization that's attempting to attack childhood cancer in a unique and different way than maybe your, your typical uh, organization that benefits cancer cancer research. Is that safe to say? Sure. I think that's safe. Um, I mean, when we started with purpose, it was just really a way to use the energy that I couldn't use to save Sam. Mm -hmm. It was just a way to make a difference for kids in the future. And and that's not unique. Um, and we thought we knew what we were going to be as an organization, how we were going to raise money and where we were going to dedicate it. But what happened organically was that young people were drawn to us and kept approaching me and asking how they could get involved or bringing me an idea and asking me to help them bring it to life. Um, and so, you know, after a while, I finally got the hint and I was like, this is what we're all about, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're about empowering the next generation of childhood cancer advocates. We'll give them the problem and put their like superpowers on it because kids don't see the world we do the way we do, yeah, mm-hmm. right? They're not as cynical. They're not. They're just, they're hopeful and they think outside the box. And that's exactly what a systemic problem mm-hmm. needs um, mm-hmm. is is that kind of hope and that kind of energy. Um, and so for the last, I'd say, year and a half, we've been really focusing on, um, you know, honing young advocates in a number of ways. Um, we do youth-led events like the one that Brad's going to participate in um, next week. And we do, um, we have collegiate-led chapters. So we're starting launching about 20 new ones in the fall. And we do some in-classroom work, too, through service learning projects. So Well, and uh, one of the things I love is that it's it's got, there are chapters now in colleges, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we have one functioning that has been for a few years at Texas A&M. Um, And they've inspired the launch of, I think it's going to be more than 20 in the fall of 2018. So we've been building like an education program for these new chapters to make sure they feel empowered and they understand the issues they're tackling and they have all the tools they need. Um, And it's really fun to work with all. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you've, you know, you sort of maybe struggled with how to you know, embrace all of this. And like you said, the kids sort of gave you the momentum to get involved. And now you're all in. I mean, you're. You yeah. jumped in head first. Yeah, this event that we're doing next week, the Fight for Five Can Fun Run, um, that was founded by three of Sam's neighborhood friends. Um, these were kids that adopted him and played with him. Um, and that experience was, um, it's hard to put into words what that means mm-hmm. to me yeah. uh, as a mom that Sam had that experience. And these kids mean a lot to me. And after he died, I really wanted to stop doing with purpose. I just didn't think I could do it anymore mm-hmm. and engage with it. And they 
they had an idea for an event and they asked me to help them. And how do you say, you just don't say no to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this exactly. Rachel, Catherine and Nicole, 10, 11 and nine at the time were like, we're going to do a fun run in the neighborhood. And they hand designed carnival games and they recruited sponsors from the community. And they put on this event in the cul-de-sac that we played in every day. And it raised more than $10,000. And this is our third year and we have bigger goals, but the, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, hopefully amazing. someday we can have you back on to talk about those bigger goals, but let's mm-hmm. talk about the event and how people can participate in the 5k uh, and fun run. Sure. Um, so the event's being held on Saturday, July 21st um, at Bassett Creek Park in Crystal, Minnesota. There's a toddler trot, which is free for the littles, and it's the cutest thing ever. There's for a one-mile sure. fun run Ooh, for the older kids. And then there's a timed 5K as well, so adults and, and, and kids who are interested in running that far can participate in that. And we're having a post-run carnival with games. Um, we have some awesome MCs mm. like Bradley Trainer, who's going to be helping announce, um, tell the story of the event. And, and the founders and, and bring some fun and life to it. Along with Jana Shortle. Yes. She's going to be there as well. Yep. Super excited to have Jana. Also. And I will say watch Jana because she and I'll put that online when it comes out. But she's going to be chatting with uh, some of the organizers, the kids that helped create this event. Exactly. Tomorrow. That yeah. is so cool. And and I'm sure they're still very involved with this event. And and mm-hmm. um and, and it's so awesome for them to see how they're just wanting to honor Sam and what Sam went through and what your family has gone through in this way is being carried forward and making a huge difference. Well, and they inspired the organization to keep going without them approaching me that day. I really don't think we'd be doing what we're doing now and launching new chapters. So for me, they're, they're like the lifeblood of what with purpose is and they're everything. Um, so which, cool. And and by the way, I would encourage people to go to um, with Purpose's website and I'll put the information on our website because there you can hear more about Sam's story. You can see Sam and like, you know, it sounds cliche, but Sam really was a special child. And those who got, you know, those of us who got to meet him and um, experience him in person, like you just have to. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Maybe see for yourself on the website what made him so special and why it's such a, a wonderful blessing that this organization exists to sort of help carry on his his message and his memory. Yeah, I've, 
please visit our website and yeah. see Sam. It's um, it's so I'm so lucky to be able to get to keep sharing him. Yeah. And it's with, just for those of you, if you don't make it to the website, it's with-purpose.org. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. And people can register for any of those events also on the website. And yeah. there's a link right through the website. Awesome. Um, we're on social media at, at Real With Purpose, and you can find all the information. on oh, the That'll be a perfect Saturday. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron is just, you know, Aaron, thank you. I just want to give you a little bit of um, thanks because Aaron is also an amazing person, so it doesn't... Mm. It doesn't stretch the imagination to believe that, you know, Sam, by, you know, being her child would also be Mm -hmm. amazing and her other children are amazing and her husband is amazing. And Mm -hmm. and that's not just because I um, know them, but um, I want you guys to get to know that organization, too. And um, and like you said, mostly because at the end of the day, there is so little attention to childhood cancer. That was one of the things I didn't understand. I do think we have a misconception about that because I think we think we hear a lot about it. Um, But. But hearing kind of the finer points and the nuts and bolts of it, um, we certainly have learned why with purpose has a purpose. And uh, thank you, Aaron, for thank being you guys here. So thank much. you. Thank you all. And everybody head over to that website. Sign up for that wonderful July 21st event. You can see Bradley there and have a ton of fun. And when we come back, uh, weird transition. Crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah, well, it's what we do. I know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> we'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Entertainment. Dumb people doing dumb things. We talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, I would like to be a nice person doing a nice thing. And that nice thing I want to do is give away a gift certificate to celebrate MSP Meg's uh, summer restaurant week. I would like to give away a gift certificate to Lake and Irving, the restaurant, to caller number five to 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Caller number five will get a gift certificate to Lake and Irving. And now, with no further ado, let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. We're going to Washington. We're going to Vancouver, Washington. Oh, okay. Where Rye Wardlaw, 40-year-old Rye Wardlaw. That's a name. That is quite a name. Broke into a business in a strip mall late Saturday night. And then he called 911 on himself because Wait, he what? couldn't get out of the business. Wait, what? Would you like to know what business he broke into? A uh, strip joint? No. Oh, I don't know. Northwest Escape Experience. What do you think that is, Bradley? Oh, is that one of those like um, get out of this room things? Yeah, like you got to solve the puzzle room or something. They're called escape rooms. Escape rooms. Yeah, and he couldn't escape from the he escape room. He couldn't escape from the. Why escape did he room? break into the escape room? Because he was trying to steal some money. Oh, so I he... love that people think that like businesses just have money lying around, right? Anymore in this day and age, right? No. They take that with them and they deposit it at the bank. Or it's electronic. Yeah, that also. Yeah, but any loose change they have isn't just hanging out in the till. Yeah. Especially not, by the way, also, nope, I'm, 
I, it sounds like escape rooms are a very lucrative business. I should not say anything untoward about them. But but do you think that you're going to hit the jackpot at the escape room store in the strip mall? Yeah, again, I think I would aim for better places. Yeah, in any case, uh, Rye Wardlaw, he was on hard times and he broke into the escape room experience and could not escape. So he had to call 911 for help. The cops, of course, came and they arrested him for second degree burglary. They were able to get in. So that's good news. Just can't get out. It's like once Hotel you, California. Once you're in, you can't get out. It's apparently how it works. Okay. Also, those things aren't that hard to get out of. I mean, I've never actually done it, and I think it would be the most annoying thing ever, which is why I've never, like, the thought that I would pay money to try to get out of something. No. It's I kind of no fun. Part of that. But the thing about it is this here's the secret. Uh-huh. Like, the yes, yeah, sometimes the puzzle is difficult to solve. Yeah. But it's there's just doors there, you know. Yeah, you but you have to figure out, out how to get out of the door, right? But like, there you're not doing the experience when you're not doing the experience. Do you see what I'm saying? There's also not zombies in the real world, no. but there's zombies in the escape room. Do you see what I mean? It's all an illusion. Yeah, but and, the door was locked, right? I'm assuming. I mean, it must have yeah. been, but this guy was just dumb. Okay. Well, speaking of dumb, now we need to go to Florida. Yay! Yay. So I want to tell you about an inebriated motorist. Fun. Inebriated motorist. Inebriated motorist. He's 69 years old. His name is Earl Gustava Stevens. Oh, and he that's was, a name. Uh, he was arrested a couple weeks ago for driving his Mercury Grand Marquis, which sounds like a 69-year-old vehicle to it drive, does, right? Yeah. I'm driving my Mercury Grand Marquis, woo, along Vero Beach. He's now free on $1,500 bond in advance of his July 31st arraignment. Okay, well, big deal, right? right. I mean, All of this sounds very this garden sounds variety. Very garden, garden variety. It's just garden variety. It does not sound like crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. No. Well, the crazy, stupid, idiot part begins after um, a driver called 911 to report that Stevens' uh, Grand Marquis tapped her bumper while she was in the McDonald's drive through lane. Okay. So, okay. you know, boop, boop, ho, oh, hurry up. I want my big back. Oh, I'm sorry. It should have been an older voice. Anyway, um, a sheriff's deputy uh, contacted Stevens in his vehicle or came across Stevens, Uh I should say, pulled him over and he reeked of alcohol. He was Uh, slurring his words and he was red and glossy. Again, this is not crazy, stupid idiot town. Pretty garden variety once again. Um, But then the police officer said, hey, have you been drinking in the vehicle? This is where the crazy, stupid idiot comes in. He said what? I just like, I know this it's his excuse. That's going to be the dumb excuse. thing. Like he's going to say the dog was drinking or something yeah, like that. Exactly. But not really. Okay. Uh, have you been drinking in your Mercury Grand Prix car? Marquee, whatever that's called. He said, no, uh, I wasn't drinking when I was driving. I just drank at the stop signs. Oh, so he said that, um, he was only swigging from the bottle of Jim Beam when his vehicle was stopped at stop signs and traffic signals. So technically, he wasn't drinking while driving. Oh, my gosh. And he's 69 years old, and he's just now learning the hard way yeah. that drinking and driving does not literally mean sipping your alcohol while the car is in motion. Yeah. 
he well he he thought that that perhaps was a good excuse. Um, was I, it? It was not enough to get him out of jail. Okay. In fact, he was arrested after failing a series of field sobriety tests. A breath test recorded his blood alcohol at twice the legal limit. In a drinking to that driving charge, he was cited for driving without a license. And you just said in a drinking to that driving charge instead of in addition to. In a drinking to that driving charge. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Uh, Stevens was cited for driving without a license. He told cops that he also had two prior DUIs in Missouri's DUIs. So um, you'd think he'd know the rules by now. He's been around the block a few times, most of the time drunk. Yeah, he's swerving around the block. Can I just tell you a story very quickly? Yes. No, I really do want to tell you because the whole tapping of the bumper thing alerted me, reminded me to a story that occurred yesterday. I'm really just bogarting this moment. That's fine. I don't care. Somebody's tapping your bumper? No. So I have you ever had this happen where, okay, you would say I cut this person off. I would say this person was when I looked was far enough away that I could get over. Yeah. And I think as I began to get over into his lane, he was not having it. Yeah. And sped up. Yes. So as to keep me from getting over, like it was I, that, some that's weird a whole power behavior play, that bothers me, right? I also, sorry, I don't mean to bogart your bogart, but um, I don't believe that there's such a thing as being cut off because you can drive freely between lanes, and if somebody is far enough behind you, yeah, you, you I mean, less they actually just there. ram you, right? And if you slow down, I mean, sorry, that just happens on roadways. I don't believe in cutting okay. off. That's my so point. Go I on. was tootling down. You just moved over. I was tootling down, and I was coming over. And uh, when I looked, I was like, "Oh, I've got enough." And then all of a sudden, I, in my review mirror, I saw this like angry person, like re- revving up. And I don't want to tell you what kind of car he was driving because it just you know, or his license plate number, or I, a physical <laughs> description of. But it was just—it was a cranky person. It yeah. looked like a cranky old dude yeah. in a car that didn't surprise me. And um, uh, I was like, but I would—I had already gotten enough over the line that I was like, I'm not swerving back. Yeah. I'm committing. Yeah. And and I was slowing down a little bit because I was like, you're stop. Yeah. Do not do this now. Yeah, like as a warning. Yeah. And he was just on me. And then once I completed my transition into the lane, he was on me. And I could see in the rearview mirror that he was taking photographs of my vehicle. Like like he was taking a picture for his, you know, so he could report me to the lane cutting police. police. And I, but I had this paranoid moment where I was like, oh my God, did I hit him when I came over? But Clearly, I didn't because if you hit somebody, you would know that. Also, I'm suddenly feeling unsafe because now he's operating his motor vehicle angry taking and photos. taking photos. And it was for an extended period of time. And, and, uh, Ted, insult to injury, literally within a block, he pulled over, uh, on the side of the road and parked, which I'm assuming was his inevitable destination. So it was like all that for you to just park. Yeah, because at first when when I stopped at the intersection, I looked back and he was stopped on the side of the road and I thought, oh, my God, he's going to stop and get out and shoot me with a harpoon like that one guy. But he didn't do that. We've been doing this segment way too long. Now you think that that kind of stuff is actual normal behavior. It does. But that's why I was paranoid the rest of the way home. Like, oh, my God, that man took a photo of the back of my head. And what would he do with it? I don't know, but. I don't, you don't, this I know. world is I know, he was trying scary. to intimidate you. And here's what I'm going to tell you, okay? 
this is my moment of zen. I just need to have this. And I know that there are people who are currently listening in their cars. Maybe you are feeling a little tension in your body. And I would just invite you to release that because it doesn't do anybody good. There are so many people angry behind the wheels of those cars. It's true. And you are pushing like a ton of tin. And that is a mechanized death is what that is. And I do not You're want... You're driving around a death machine. You are. I'm not kidding. You think I'm joking, but I'm serious. People just calm down. It's not worth it. No, I agree. If somebody drives in front of you, guess what? Yeah, that's They're when you check yourself. You. But he, it was this like, and I did that thing where I put my hands up like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, I've now cut you off, according to you, probably in his head. That's what he thinks happened. I mean, like, okay, now what? Now what do you want? Do you want to? Stuff just happens, y'all. Just let it roll oh, off your okay. back. Calm down. In Push out the jive. Bring in the love. Well, I'm glad I got that out. Oh, man. I feel good, too, now. Everybody, I hope you're breathing with us. When we come back, it's about to get kind of tense again. It's time for a throwback live at 245. Uh, And we'll also be doing that on Facebook Live. A lot of live experiences. You can have them with us after this on My Talk 107. Hi, everybody. It's 245, and that means only one thing. It's time for us to play a little game on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and that it. game we're gonna play is the throwback live. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Alrighty then. It's Bradley Trainer. No, here that's too early. Now Bradley Bird gets the point. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Nope. It's Donnie. Yeah, Heather will be back tomorrow. Oh, Holly, I'm sorry. <laughs> Heather. Wow. Yeah. You, Donnie, you crack come on yourself now. up. Yeah, we're Donnie. close personal friends, Holly and I. We hang out a lot. You go way back. Way back. All right. Are you guys ready? I guess. You sure are. Bradley, what are we doing here? Bradley, you got some catching up to do. Uh, you know, buddy days boy. are young. Nights are Explain old. to our listeners, Donnie, how this game works. Well, Colleen wins. Yeah, that is how it works. Oh, that was a cheap shot. Sorry, Bradley. All right, I will play some audio clips for you from various pop culture type things, and you shout out your name. Bradley Trader! Like that. And uh, you correctly answer the question, and you gain a point. Mm -hmm. If the first person who yells their name is incorrect, the second person gets a chance. If they're wrong, then we move on to the next. There you go. All right, I just want to make sure I have the right day of the week, and I do. Today is Wednesday. I won one point for me. Thank you. I'm ahead. Wow, participation trophy Lindstrom. (laughs) You get a tangerine. All right, here we go. Here's your first one. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Bradley Trainer. I heard Colleen first. That is Austin Powers. Thank you. Very easy one. One point for me. Austin Powers. Okay. Next. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. I was born ready. Okay, here we go. Bradley Trainer. I heard Bradley first. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's um, uh, quiet. Hut your mouth. Na, 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 na. That's not Get a... your freak on. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, yeah, that's close enough. By Get who? your freak on. Who's it by? It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It no, matters to me. Gave me the point. I, I don't care. I, I, I want to know. That is, um, mm-hmm. oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your freak on mm-hmm. with... Mm-hmm. That lady. Yep. And she <laughs> goes by the, the name Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Thank yes, you. Missy Elliot. Missy Elliot. I should have gotten Got that. I said my name. No, you okay. didn't. I did. She you did, did, but you not just fast enough. Whistle- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so miss doing this. Okay, here's your third one. <laughs> nobody ever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> here's your third one. 
What is the five fingers? Clean. Clean, yes, what I identify that. That is from the uh, sketch having okay hold on it's dave Chappelle. What? it's from it's from the dave Chappelle show yes that is the sketch where charlie murphy meets rick james what does that even mean what did the correct? five fingers say to the face are. slap two <laughs> points for me how am i supposed to two know that I, I don't know i, what do you I even, didn't know any do you of these understand how do you guys those? not know that i knew sketch? austin powers it's so good okay. okay you're weird it, no, i right. am not weird colleen has two bradley has one and here is your next one that are alive, you are coming with me. Bradley Trainer. Okay, Bradley, what do you what do you got? Robocop? Yeah. Oh good. That was what? Good. what? 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 Hey, what? Wow, this is exciting. We have a two two tie. Here we go. Two two. To break the tie. Here we go. Bradley Trainer. I heard Bradley first. That is Ricky Martin. Singing. Um what uh do not be Because you have to have the title. Yes. And you also have to not let him do this the whole time. Donnie. Okay, don't talk because you do this all the oh, time. Gotta have the title. That is um Oh, that is Ricky Martin singing bang uh She Bang, She Bang. She bangs, she bangs. No, that's not the title. What's the title? The title of that song. So does it go to you now? Colleen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Duh. Is living La Vida Loca. Yeah. Thanks oh, for doing it for me, and I got the okay, point, fine, and I yeah. won. Yeah, you won by default. Why is that by default? Because I gave win. her the half of the answer. She no, didn't have to I do anything. Uh, but I already knew. She knew it was Ricky okay, Martin. Okay, woo 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 for you. I win when okay, nobody well, else. I would like can to tell win. everybody what's happening right now. I am graciously winning the game. Okay, you never graciously win or lose Bradley anything. FYI, Pierce is though. Bradley's having a wee bit of a tantrum. No, it's the truth. Boy, gracious! I won, and now I would like to present to you the current tally of total throwback wins. Okay. I, Colleen Lindstrom, am currently the winner of 43 total throwback wow, lives. That's impressive. Okay, Donnie. Please. Bradley Trainer. <laughs> do you realize I have to live with her after this? Has won. Yes, I do. 39. Oh, by the way, yeah. the next time I'm gone, don't think you can try to maneuver who does this pop quiz thing. Why because, are you? Don't wave your pen at me because in that manner. I let that happen last time. Much to my chagrin, did I learn that you picked the weakest link to replace okay, me? First Thank of you. all, so for the record, <laughs> okay, I will minute, pick my replacement for tomorrow. Two. No, Rocky, Donnie, I'm not talking about you. Oh, I wasn't the weakest link. No, oh. Marley was. Oh, so okay. I will pick my replacement. You can, I would love it if you would. I will tell you Aha! that was sort of by default because we were. It was slim pickings around mm-hmm. the office. Mm-hmm. It was. That, thank yeah. you, Donnie. No, thank it was very you. quiet. It was incredibly yes. quiet. Oh, listen, it's fine. It doesn't matter because I'm still going to win tomorrow. Well, listen to so her. anyway, my point so is humble. this. I won. Hey, you want to know how our Daily Snap Judgment did? Yeah, what was her I'm going to tell you. Today we asked a question, question on oh, the okay. Facebook page. Slurpy or icy? Because today is National Slurpy Day. Oh. Would you like to know how our audience responded? First, let's go around the room. Donnie. Uh, icy. Bradley. Slurp. Uh, icy. Guess what? You guys are in the majority. I would also say icy and 81%. Well, there's an easy of answer. Our my for that. talk listeners said icy. Why? Because we don't have 7 Eleven. We don't. We don't have Slurpees. What is the difference? Slurpee. It's a name. 
That's all it is? Yeah. The only difference would be like the slush puppy, because that was a granulated ice experience. Where would I get a slush puppy? Fuzzy. I grew up with those. I don't know if they have them here. I feel like we used to. Um, All right, fine. Slurpee, or I mean, Icy wins. Just like me. Oh, God. I mean, seriously, guys, she can't, like, if is that all you have in life? She's running away with this What if it is? What if it is all I have? It's sad is what I'm saying. I'm happy. I don't know. You you deal with your own feelings. Hey, once again, when you two get together, it's like a couple of seven-year-olds. Guess what we do for three hours every day. I have a question, Donnie. Yes, sir. Did Julia shave something yesterday? It wasn't yesterday. It was Friday. Uh, no, yesterday there was a no, conversation about something. No, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, so yeah. just for and the if listeners, she did, I don't want to know. For the listeners, can you remind people what she was shaving on Friday or her feet? That is disgusting. That is gross. <laughs> Bradley, can you remind our people what was she talking about shaving? No, she yesterday? wasn't. Lori asked her yesterday if she shaved her quote. Can I say that word on the air? Well, you've already done it like a hundred times. I'm out of Let's here. just say, I'll say it this her way. downstairs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if you think about the shrubbery yes. in your yard. Oh, Lower Darby. There you yes, go. Yes, oh there you gosh. go. We're, we've Blast not, from the past. We haven't that talked your, about a Lower your, Darby. Your band name for Rock Show, and I knew it before you did. I know. We. Jeez. So do you know, did she shave that? I don't want to know anything about it. She was yelling that in the office. Well, stay tuned to Lori and Julia next and (laughs) find find out. out. (laughs) I mean, you ask. Nobody here wants to ask. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. It's uh, My Talk 107.1. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org.